This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. And while on the website, click on the podcast page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And as always, if you have any questions or concerns or you want to set up a face-to-face meeting, feel free to reach out uh, again at 866-360-2724 or online. You know, 401ks are kind of the bedrock for retirement savings, right? A lot of people, uh, their employer has a 401k, they start contributing it to, uh, when they start working, and then they just keep shoveling money in there over the years um, as they work and they build up their 401k. And it ends up usually being the largest retirement count uh, people have when they enter retirement. So it's always good to talk about these. We've talked about them in the past and previous podcasts dealing with how to do rollovers um, from 401ks and what have you. But today I want to talk about mistakes that you could make when you're dealing with your 401k, right? Things that you may not think about or you might stumble across um, as you work with these uh, retirement vehicles and make sure that you're thinking about it and using them to the best of your ability and that help you um, you know, as you journey towards retirement savings and also potentially help you with tax savings as well. So uh, that's what we're going to chat about today. But before we do that, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Peter. This is going to be a good one. Uh, An interesting topic that you've got for us. I mean, obviously, uh, almost everyone I know has a 401k these days. Mm -hmm. Very few people have pensions anymore. I mean, Pensions have basically gone the way of the pension, as I like to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you can't say buffalo anymore because they kind of brought the buffalo, the bison, they brought them back, right? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, going the way of the pension is the new catchphrase. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to start that. I'm trying to make that a make, thing. Make it catch. Can you help me make that a thing? Well, yeah, we'll try to say it a couple of times, Tony, to make it catch fire. <laughs> yeah, it'll catch fire. It'll catch fire. All right. Yeah. Um, but I've been great. Uh, just had a busy week, uh, hanging out and working. How about you? What's going on over there? Yeah, it's uh, it's still been busy. I think I mentioned last week uh, we've had a couple seminars and uh, meeting some great new people. Uh, so work is busy again. Not to beat this drum, but hey, it's spring. Things are slowly improving, uh, and I personally am looking forward to the end of the month when we go away uh, to nice, warm, sunny Arizona uh, oh, after nice. three or four months of the frozen hellscape that we've lived in. So uh, I'm, it, things are going well. What are you doing in Florida? Are you going to Disney World or what do you guys do? No, we're going to Arizona. So, uh, oh, Arizona. My, That's right. You said my, Arizona. I'm yeah, thinking my, Florida. No, it's okay. My my wife has family out there. So we, oh, yeah, that's right. Tr- traditionally, we had visited, uh, I mean, almost every year on my wife's April vacation. But because of COVID, we haven't been out now in three years. Yeah. So this will be great. It'll be our first time, first time going out. I'm, I'm excited. 
Wow, in three years, that's really cool. That's that's neat. I bet you are. You're probably the whole family's looking forward to it. I bet. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And my youngest has never actually traveled because she was born um, just oh. before COVID started. So oh, wow. she, we haven't wow. done a lot of traveling. So this will be her first kind of uh, long-term traveling adventure. How so, old is she? Uh, she'll be three in a couple days. So oh, good luck traveling with a three-year-old. I wish you the best. <laughs> well, thanks. My my old, <laughs> but my oldest by the time she was three was a veteran traveler. She had been on airplanes a number of times, but you know. Things change, so oh, it'll it'll all work out. You guys will have yep. a, a blast. Now, you know, you said four hundred one ks have become obviously a critical part of retirement for so many people, and uh, when something is this important, I think it's only natural for people to be anxious about their four hundred one ks or concerned. So uh, we don't want to make mistakes, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and as I said at the top of the show, 401ks are are for most Americans uh, going to be the main vehicle for for how they're going to save for retirement. So you don't want to blunder into this and and, and have a 401k and and have contributions and uh, without having any sort of plan, right? If you don't have a sense of what you want to get out of retirement, um, and then kind of as I say, backfill the information so that you can figure out how much you actually need to save, then you're not utilizing your 401k. In other words, you have to uh, come up with a plan and say, okay, I don't want to just survive retirement. I want to actually have a really good quality of life in retirement. Well, to do that, I need to make sure I'm generating a certain amount of income. And then the next point is if I'm going to generate a certain amount of income, I have to be able to save the right amount. And so as you do this kind of backwards filling of, of your situation, you come to a conclusion that says, okay, I need to make sure I'm utilizing my 401k and putting X amount in every year, because if you don't, then your whole, you know, your whole dreams or your whole idea of what retirement's going to be could be out the window. So the first mistake I often see is people are, are, you know, hey, I have a 401k, I'm putting some money in it, I'm getting a match, and they just kind of move on with life without actually having some sort of plan to utilize this vehicle to the best of its ability. Well, how can somebody go about getting a good picture of how much income they'll need in retirement? Well, you know, first you got to start crunching the numbers annually at a very, uh, you know, at a minimum, right? Um, and make sure that you understand what you want for retirement. And it's a good rule of thumb. You think about, you, you got to have a budget today, right? So so if you are working with me as a client, Tony, right? I'd say, all right, first let's come up with a budget about how things are going on in, in your financial world right now. And then you start extrapolating forward and saying, oh, well, in retirement, this is what we think the budget's going to be like. Now, obviously, nef- nothing's going to be written in stone things change, plans change, inflation, for example, throws a monkey wrench into things. But you start doing those types of things, creating a baseline budget and then figuring out your sources of income. Um, whether, you know, whether you may have a pension from someplace else, social security, what have you. And then you can start figuring out this piece of, all right, how much do I have to save to create this income? And how does my 401k you know, a uh, work into that. It's really about sitting down, uh, having a financial service professional, even though they may not manage the 401k, they can certainly advise you how can you utilize your 401k to make sure it's going to get us to the, the main goal of having a retirement that's going to be fulfilling and not a retirement where you're just kind of surviving month to month uh, based on what you have coming in from your various streams of, of uh, income. Right. And I think there are, um, you know, you can use uh, retirement calculators online and, and uh, work with a financial services professional. I think that's the way to go 
if you're not already doing that, and I happen to know a guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Laufenberg, not to name names. Well, thanks, Tony. Name dropping, I see. But yeah. yeah, having a financial service professional and creating a plan, creating a holistic plan that, that takes everything into account is going to be one of the key ways that you can use this pretty powerful tool, the 401k, um, to help your retirement. And again, your financial service professional isn't going to be able to manage it, right? They're not going to have it under their, their advisement but any good financial service professional is going to be able to help you um, uh, and guide you through how to use it in your overall plan. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's obviously huge. And so uh, what's what's another mistake uh, that people make with their 401ks then? Well, it, it's it's really saving too little, right? That's the next mistake I see. And, and this happens in... in this happens because usually people come into work and, and or come into a job and, and the natural national average is about 6%. And so like, okay, um, HR says to them, you should put 6, 6% away and they do that and then they get their match and they just kind of blindly go along with this concept of putting a certain percentage in without ever actually looking at the raw numbers and saying, okay, it's not a percentage that I need to put in. There's an actual specific dollar amount that I have to put into these accounts uh, based on a plan that I've created. Now, ultimately, that's going to, you know, you do it backwards. That's a percentage of your income. But it's really, you shouldn't be doing it based on, in my opinion, on percentage. You should be doing it on a dollar amount to, so that we can then extrapolate forward, if, you know, based on growth and potential inflation um, so that you can figure it out. And a lot of times, uh, time, uh, you know, I see folks are not utilizing their 401k and they're saving way too little um, in, in that vehicle because they really haven't gotten the advice they need. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's key. And that's, it brings us back to working with a financial services professional like yourself. So, um, if a person, uh, let's say they, they punch their numbers into a retirement calculator or meet with you and determine they're likely to have a shortfall, uh, are they just out of luck or are there things they can do to put themselves on steadier ground? No, absolutely. They're not out of luck, right? And you sit down with your, your financial advisor, they run the calculator, you do that the, those income projections, and you show, show a shortfall. Even if it's two years before you retire or 20 years, there's lots of things you can do. And, and you know, obviously making those adjustments upwards uh, of increasing savings may kind of mess up your budget in the short term. It doesn't mean you have to radically change things in a short period of time. If it means you have to ramp up your savings over a course of a year or two, you know, that may be what has to be done if you have that time until retirement. But ultimately, you know, we want to get to a point where you're saving what you need to in those vehicles. And if it takes a few years to get to that point, that's fine. It's better than not doing anything and getting to retirement and all of a sudden finding out you have a huge income gap because you didn't save enough 10 years ago. Right. Yeah, that that's not good. So uh, what's another way people are not utilizing 401ks to their advantage? Yeah. So, so another mistake I see has, you know, deals with the, the nature of a 401k being a tax deferred account, right? So any money you put into a 401k, you don't pay taxes on, right? That's the whole uh, advantage. It's like an IRA, same, same family of accounts. And the unique thing with a 401k is there are no income limits on it, meaning you could earn 
$500,000 a year and still be able to contribute to a 401k where you couldn't do that for an IRA. And why I bring that up is I have a lot of clients or I've seen a lot of folks um, who are middle or higher earners that, you know, they have, they're phased out of an IRA and so they don't have the ability to reduce their taxable income, but they also, but they participate in a 401k and they're not maxing that out. You know, if you are 50 or below, you can put up to 20,500 of your own dollars into a 401k. And if you're 50 or older, you can put up to $27,000 of your own money into that 401k. And every dime of that is, is tax free. And so one of the mistakes I see is you know, uh, especially in those middle to high earning families is not maxing out those contributions to not only get the, the retirement savings down the road, but getting the tax savings today, because it's very likely your tax rate is going to be lower in retirement. So if you can save money now in your taxes, as opposed to down the, the road, that makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's really important. So uh, what's next? What's another mistake that our listeners need to be on the lookout when it comes to their 401ks and retirement savings? Well, a lot of times, Tony, one of the mistakes I see is uh, is lack of diversification, right? And this is for a couple reasons. One, um, a lot of times there's no one advising folks on where to invest their money. So they kind of just pick a target date fund. And there's nothing wrong with a target date fund, but they just pick one fund. And also a lot of times the menu for 401ks is not very robust, right? There there may only be 15 or 20 different options for someone to take. So um, they, they end up not doing... Uh, you know, not really doing the due diligence and picking one or two uh, that maybe their HR person who has no background in this uh, tells them to go into. So uh, that what I see a lot of times again is that lack of diversification. And and again, you know, I've said this a couple times, but a, a good financial service professional is going to sit down with you, going to ask you for your menu of of options within your four hundred one k, and should be able to say, hey, look, you should invest in X Y Z and diversify yourself as much as you can within this four hundred one k so that we have some downside protection, but we also can catch the market upside. Um, and based on your overall risk tolerance and your overall goals for savings, be able to utilize the whole menu of options in that 401k other than just picking uh, a certain fund or one or two funds uh, within the menu. So diversification or lack thereof is another mistake um, that people make when it comes to 401ks. Yeah, I can see where that would be a tricky one for the average person to navigate through. Uh, So what's the potential solution uh, here? Well, the potential solution, again, is to sit down with a a service professional and and bring a a financial service professional and bring those menu uh, of fund choices, right? You can go right onto your HR website, go to the page and and print it right off. and, And based on you know, your risk survey, hopefully you've done a risk survey with your financial advisor based on that risk survey, based on your overall goals, they can advise you uh, and give you some guidance about, okay, I think you should do X, Y, Z within this, within this, you know, the limitations that exist in the fund choices to, to diversify things a bit more um, so that you're protected, right? The, the, the idea or the goal of uh, diversification is to mitigate the risk or spread it across different types of vehicles. So uh, the best way to do that again is to to be honest about what's going on in your 401k and make sure your financial service professional knows it's existing just because he or she doesn't advise it doesn't mean it sh- you know it shouldn't be a, a part of their overall strategy that they've come up with for you sure 
Well, yeah, and that makes sense. So what's another big mistake that you see people making? Well, it's one, not utilizing the 401k. And it, the extension to that is the match that most employers have, right? Yeah. If you, you know, you got to uh, take advantage of the match. It's you free, money. T- free money. Absolutely. And it, it, you know, it varies widely, right? You know, for example, I worked in, in uh, at a university before I was a financial service professional. And if I put 6% into my 403b or 401k, same, you know, same difference, um, they matched me at 11%. Which it was crazy. Wow, but, that was but that's if, high. That's yeah, good. that it was great. But my point there is, if you're not putting money in, if I wasn't making my contribution, I was leaving money on the table, right? So, and for most people, it's not going to be that high. But a lot of times, if it's you put three percent in, they'll match you at three percent, and then the next three percent, they may give you only you know one and a half percent. But sure. you know, that's still money that is you deserve it's part yeah. of your comp- compensation but you yes, need to make sure you're putting that money in so you know we talk about maxing them out but you know let's say you're 50 plus and and you put the $27,000 into a into a, a a 401k and your company matches and adds another you know 3 or 4,000 now you have the potential to be saving $30,000 or more a year towards retirement that's huge um, and especially if you're younger, the whole concept of compounding interest is just going to build on top of that. So the biggest mistake out of all of these that I see is the fact that people don't even utilize their 401k um, uh, be, and leave money on the table. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to leave money on the table. That's for sure. And even with the 11% match, I bet there were employees who weren't taking advantage of it. And that's yeah. what's great. That's what's crazy. I mean, even a three percent match, you got to take advantage of it, right? So absolutely, it's part of your compensation. I mean, you're enti- you are entitled to that. But to get that money, you have to kind of you have to pony up some of your your income as well. But you should be anyway to get towards that goal of retirement. Okay. So we talk about four hundred one ks, but what about small businesses? Uh, where are they at with four hundred one ks, or how do how do they fit into all this? Or yeah, the- employees that work for small businesses. Well, that's a great question, Tony, because I deal with a lot of small businesses as, as you know, part as being a financial service professional. And, and a lot of them think, hey, I, you know, 401k is out of reach or that's just not something that a small business can do, even if it's just a mom and pop type business. And that's not true. You know, there's something called a solo K, right? A solo K is essentially a 401k, except it's just for a, a small business, whether it's a sole proprietor or, or, or just, you know, uh, maybe a sole proprietor and his his spouse. Um, and the idea here is they can still utilize this vehicle and it may make a lot of sense. It is dependent a bit on their income and their gross receipts, but essentially it's a powerful tool for a sole proprietor or a small business because, you know, there's other vehicles, you, you know, you've probably heard of them, a SEP or a simple IRA or those types of vehicles, but a solo K has the largest amount of money that you can contribute, right? I mentioned the numbers before. It's up to 20500 uh, 20, for uh, 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 under 50 or up to $27,000. And if you have a spouse, they can also fill their solo K up for that amount. So you could be looking at saving a substantial amount of money as a small business um, and sheltering that in, uh, that those contributions from income taxes, right? And so just because you're a small business doesn't mean, um, one, you can't offer it. Maybe you're a small business with several employees. You can actually offer a, a 401k plan. That's that's easy enough to do. And it's a great incentive for attracting employees. 
But even if it, you just work for yourself, you can still utilize um, a 401k plan so that you can really get the advantage of saving the most amount of money within this type of vehicle that you can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. Now we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, I would just again reiterate using a 401k um, <clears throat> is a great way to save for retirement, but it's kind of, you know, it's useless if you don't integrate it into some sort of retirement plan, right? And especially a plan that's cohesive and holistic in the way it approaches retirement, making sure you are protecting yourself to the downside, making sure that your streams of income are going to last, uh, making sure you've maximized social security and you're being tax savvy. That's what I mean by being holistic and making sure you are saving the right amount in your 401k. So if you're interested in, in looking at creating a plan that that integrates all the pieces in your retirement picture together, give us a call 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.